Kenny for your thoughts. All right, guys, welcome to episode 56 of a Kenny for your thoughts podcast, the podcast where we are no longer just going to recap wrestling. We're going to give you more of our opinions, more of Brandon's wrong opinion. Basically, we're here to entertain you and I don't give a damn who cares about it. All right. Now, let's start off. Let's start off with the fact that Brandon for years has told me that he's the biggest TNA fan, but yet I'm the only I'm the only person on the podcast who's wearing a TNA wrestling shirt because I'm the only one who's ever bought TNA merchandise and supported the company financially. A real fan of TNA, all right? We paid. I still got the lanyard. Where we paid to get the front row tickets. We got backstage access. We get to take a picture with James Storm. Oh, didn't I take a picture with uh, Madison Rain? Oh my gosh, Madison! Yeah, Madison Rain. Yes, the, uh, everyone did. Who else? She was standing outside people? of the door. Yeah, she was standing outside right. of the door when we all left. So right. that doesn't count because that was a free picture for everybody. I still remember it. But that's okay. All right, I'm here to give you some wisdom, Brandon. This was a big week in wrestling, despite what anybody wants to say, because the wrestling community is full of toxicity this week. Uh-uh. I feel like in particular because of some, some big things that have happened. Should we get into <laughs> it? Let's run down what we're going to cover here. All right. We're definitely going to talk oh, about Moxley dear. and Omega at full gear. We're going to do a little full gear recap. All right. We're going to talk a little bit about SmackDown. Not too much because I wasn't a big fan of it. SmackDown has been the sleeper show of the past couple weeks besides the one NXT episode, which it took a plane full of WWE superstars <laughs> to be sucking Saudi Arabia to even make that a good episode. All right. We're going to talk a little bit about that. We're definitely going to talk about Raw and the Lana storyline revelation. If oh, how awesome it. is that? We definitely will talk about that. Um, besides that, I mean, uh, we'll definitely talk about Jordan Miles. I want to get into that. We haven't talked about it. Uh, there's a, a little bit of a uh, development this week, so I definitely want to talk about Jordan Miles. And then uh, besides that, I mean, the probably the, the elephant in the room, we'll talk about the return of one CM Punk. So we definitely are going to have to talk about that. Dude, the the chance are going to be insufferable. I mean, I don't know if I can take it anymore. This is just going to be awful. Brandon, but but you're one of those fans. So how do you I, I, <laughs> At least you were. Uh, what happened? What no, turned you against I CM Punk? Never, I was never. One oh, of bullshit. Fans. Bullshit, you I were one of those. Never, fans. I was never a guy to just randomly cheer CM Punk for the sake of cheering CM Punk. You I mean, that's insane. But were you ever a CM Punk fan? I mean, here's that, oh, that's my oh, main yeah. question. I, I mean, I loved, I loved the uh, the Straight Edge Society stuff. This stuff was was fantastic, right? Because uh, because I'm pretty sure Brandon's a part of that cult. He's never confirmed it for me, <laughs> but he's he's a part of a similar cult. Am I am I right so, in saying uh, that? Yeah, I mean, we still do. Well, you know. So, Brandon, how do you like a daytime show? Since we're doing a this is the first time we're doing not the first really? time, but right. one of the rare times we're doing it at 10 a.m. It's a little weird. But it was good because I was up early, so it ended up working out. We had to get it done because wait, can can we talk about about this what what you were doing this week? Yeah, no problem. But I'm, I'm always yeah. hey, look. The one thing the one thing I am on this podcast is an open book. I, I've never I've never said uh, you know I, I've talked about my relationship problems. I've talked about stuff that's been going on in my life, uh, my happiness level even. Uh, so I don't think I've, I've ever tried to hide. Uh, who I am, because uh, I truly believe that, you know, people will watch this podcast for Kenny and for Brandon uh, and our opinions, you know, even more so than just hearing two guys talk about wrestling. So, right. 
<laughs> so yeah, so what was going on this week? You have me showed up to your house at freaking five in the morning. Yeah. Uh well it was cool because um, you know, uh I have a, a cousin who's going through, you know, a similar situation. We kind of broke up with our significant others and kind of are you know, I don't want to say in a, in a bad mood. He's he's kind of a, in a worse mood than I am, to be honest. But um you know, basically it was like, Hey, I'm going to California to visit our other family members. Uh do you if I buy you a ticket, will you come? And, you know, I was I was kind of like, yeah, sure. Thinking like, no, nah, that's not not going to happen, um, especially since I had this is one of the rare weeks. I don't know why, but I had uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday uh, off three days in a row, which never happens. And then uh, Thursday, I didn't work till night. So sure enough, I get an itinerary that's basically like you're leaving on uh, Monday morning really early. That's why he had to come pick me up at that time. And then uh, I arrived back Thursday, Thursday, you know, midday to go to work. Um, dude, I've literally, I did the math between the last couple days. I have done 36, 36 hours of travel because, Damn. uh, I had to go get my sisters from Gainesville, which is like a two hour each way. So that's about four, uh, without recapping the entire thing. But, uh, you know, flew to California, just six drove to Napa, which is two and two, you know, I'm accounting going and coming. So we drove to Napa, went to wine country. Then we had the, a the, bit of the bubbly, yeah, a little bit of the bubbly, the Napa Valley. <laughs> but uh you know we yeah so we we went from san francisco to la but we took the scenic route and uh we took the coast now i told my coworker, i was like oh yeah we rode the coast and he looks at me and he's kind of just like this guy who's just full of ego like he has to be right all the time and now uh <laughs> our manager is, is full uh is like is, is from california so he overheard yeah. me say this um and i go yeah we rode the coast and he's like who says that no one says that they would ride the coast and i was like if you had been to California and you understood what the coast was, then maybe you would have a, a proper opinion instead of being so egocentric about this. And then uh, my my manager comes up. He goes, he goes, yeah, if you don't know what the coast is, then obviously you've never been. And then it just walks away <laughs> um, because it's beautiful. It's beautiful. I should have pictures prepared. Um, it was super, super relaxing. Uh, good stuff, awesome. man. Brandon, so uh, this is the only time I'll not be in kayfabe. Uh, so I appreciate, I really do. Uh, I thought about this. I was like, you know, I appreciate you've, you've always been there, you know, to like give me the rides to the airport at like 3am. And like, we were talking about this, uh, with another friend of just like, no, like and all jokes aside, as much as we can like argue and stuff, it's like all of that gets put aside when like each other needs something. Right. And that's like, to me, that's always like true friendship because it's like, you can bicker and argue like, you know, a married couple, but at the end of the day, I know you'll be there. Like, I know I, I could have texted other people and they're like, no, nah, I got work. Uh, and I did because obviously you were a last resort. And yes, then, <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. You know, I try. I offered, I I offered to that. pay that people. Good. I offered to pay people in sex. Didn't work out. Oh, well, I'm glad I'm glad it was the last resort. That, that was you thinking of me because, you know, I really didn't want to have to do it. See, so you made me. this true friendship. Brandon. <laughs> it is. It is true friendship. You see, we're we're thinking of each other. <laughs> oh, dude wow. i'm so horribly off-centered on the video version right now so i'm gonna go ahead and uh zen myself center my world and let's get this going brandon so what, what do you want to talk about first brandon after giving you all right, for, all right let's all right oh there was one more thing i wanted to hit on before we got wait, into so wait, the, wait, wait. The CM one thing you wanted to hit one more thing you wanted to hit on so are you admitting yeah. you were just hitting on me <laughs> no not not you specifically Wait, but, wait, 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 wait. I have to call attention yeah. to this 
because this okay. is this guy is amazing. He's in California, mind you. So this is this to tell you it's 10 a.m. our time, which means it's 7 a.m. his time. He's this is Russell Marv okay. for 333, your what? biggest fan, Brandon. Holy He's crap. on the chat right now. He says, Well, what good morning. He, right he says, Well, good morning, Kenny. It's 7 a.m., but still a dedicated fan. This is look at this guy. This guy is on, I love it. and he's here to hear us rant. Brandon, we don't have a lot of time, though, all right? Because both of us got to right. get to work, all yeah, right? We got, we so let's get into through. this. But Russell Marr for 333, yeah. you are the podcast biggest fan. I will always say that. Thank you, Russell Marr for 333. No, he doesn't give a crap fan. about you. He's my biggest fan, all right? Let's get it straight. Yeah, uh, how about hashtag free Sin Cara? What's going on? Well, Sin Cara, this is the thing. Yeah, like, we'll let the band go. This, this, this is what is what makes me sad about the Sin Cara situation. Okay, you can sit there and you can go, well, he's been fucking up, he's been injured, he's been that. But I think a lot of people take the the uh, reputation of the old Sin Cara and throw it on Unico, who is the current Sin Cara. So yes, the first Sin Cara had a bad reputation, was always getting injured. Don't get me wrong, this guy's been injured too, but he's forty years old. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like, look, I don't care how, what kind of caliber, of, I don't care what kind of caliber of athlete you are. You're doing stuff like this for years. The body breaks down eventually, okay? Especially if bluntly, you're probably doing it as infrequently as he is, because you're putting your body through a different kind of abuse. There's a reason, right? There's a reason why alcoholics can function normally because their body has gotten used to it. I'm not saying it's healthy, but their body's gotten used to the calluses, if you will. In the same sense, if Sin Cara is not wrestling and then he has to go out and do a five star match, he's going to get hurt. It's like not being warmed up, if you will. All right. If your car is not running, you ever had a car that's been sitting there for years in the cold? It's hard to get back on the pony, right? Not the pink pony like here in the strip club here in Brandon, (laughs) here in Brandon, here in here in Tampa, Brandon. I just you see that I just associate strip club with Brandon that I instantly went there. But anyway, the point I is I actually been to the pink pony. I know you have. It was a horrible experience, <laughs> I'll say. Do but I, yes, do go I ahead. want to ask? Do I want no, to ask? No, no. No, we, we don't it's, need to get into it. It's not even it was... PG enough for the podcast. Yeah. That was unbelievable. No. So yeah, so on the chat, yeah, I prefer the the OG Sin Car than the new one. That is a, I'm of that opinion too. I actually do prefer the first Sin Car. If he could have gotten past his attitude problems and quite frankly, his bitch assness, because if you if you dislocate or break your fingers in the middle of the match and you can't continue, you shouldn't be in the wrestling business. Dude, like, that stuff hurts, man. I don't I don't. Everything hurts. Look, here's the I thing. Could, I could have kept here's going. Here's the thing. I'm not. <laughs> you're still talking about this toe. I'm telling you. Brandon's this, been milking this hurts. toe. Brandon's been milking this toe for weeks. But the, the point is this, right? OK, so if you have a situation where you get injured, but it's a finger injury, which is still like you're able to continue. Just keep going because you can call a spot. I'm sure that was a match between Alberto Del Rio and, and Sin Cara. I'm sure Del Rio would have called a spot where they go back into the ring. This is as simple as it could have been. He might have thrown his ass back in the ring. He might have sat there, put him in his like arm bar and then had Sin Cara <laughs> tap with the good arm. And that's yeah. it. That's it. The end of the match, as opposed to uh, just sit on the, uh, the side of the ring looking like a lost Brandon at the mall or at the pink pony. <laughs> but that's to me, that's unprofessional. No, honestly, and, and that's my honest opinion. I, I love this business. I like if I was in the business, I'd have continued. That, that's why people like, but that's why people like that's why throbbing. people like Triple H have respect because they tear their quad and they continue. Whereas, you know, the show must go on. Uh, obviously, they protected him, right? It, it's up to the other wrestlers to protect people. 
after after an injury happens. You know, Triple H tore his uh, what do you call it? His pec in in Saudi Arabia. Undertaker, Triple H, uh, sorry, Undertaker, Kane, and Shawn Michaels covered for that, right? So, in what world, in what world does this guy break a finger? And again, look, I'm not. I'm, I'm saying, if I broke a finger, oh my god, in a normal sense, I would probably be out of it. You know what I mean? I'd be like, ah, shit, like I gotta go. But in a professional sense, I mean, come on now, it's a wrestling business, all right? And I was gonna say this ain't ballet, but. That's that's disrespectful towards ballet because even ballet dancers, that they break their toes. They don't they don't get enough credit for that crap. They break their toes and they still they still yeah. are spinning on it. So I've never liked that saying. This ain't ballet because ballet is a right. tough ass sport. Speaking of which, on my flight I was watching, uh, which I've seen before, but I was watching John Wick three, which has like a big ballet scene, yeah. uh, which they they show it like some girl takes off her toenail and says, you know, suffering is 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 love or something like that is what she says. And so, I mean, I'm just saying. So I'm here to defend you ballet dancers out there, all right? Don't listen. Don't listen to the haters that say ballet is easy. It's not. And you cheerleaders as well? I, I was friends with, friends with a lot of cheerleaders in high school. There is right. That is tough, too. You got your flyers and everything. Oh, my God. Your basers. Oh, yeah. That, that shit's tough, man. Not I'm sick. Especially when they I'm screw up. I'm the female-based sports getting hate on. All right. I'm sick of it because they are hard sports. I don't know why people, the chauvinistic men of the world, like the Brandons, sit well, there. I love, I love Sit that there stuff. and try to make it seem like ballet is easy, cheerleading is easy, and, and the real sports are oh, uh, football. You know? No way. I'm I want to take, take my helmet off and just beat the crap out of you, or take your helmet off and beat the crap out of you like Miles Gilbert. I, I love watching college volleyball. Did you, did, you even, did you even know the reference I'm talking about, football fan? Since you're the football no. fan of the podcast, <laughs> Mr. Mr. I'll go look at the NCAA final scores during the Royal Rumble, Royal Rumble 2016 when AJ Styles is debuting right behind me. It was did did that not happen? Championship game. I'm sorry, the AFC championship score. game. Apologize. Yeah. It was a quick glance. It was a quick look down. I didn't know they were going to have them come out right there, right there. I didn't plan for that to happen. Yeah, but you know, normal people, normal people would <laughs> would put their phone down because they realize that that will be there for afterwards, and take a minute and a half to watch AJ Styles behind us debut. But you know, Brandon's like, never I been normal. His debut. I went back. I got to watch it again. So so Kyle, we, we, we the pay per view. Kyle Masters has uh has joined us. Uh, the host. Of all elite podcasts with with yes. our friend Tiff, uh, and he says worst podcast I have ever <laughs> been on. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Kyle because uh, he and Tiff actually went uh, to Full Gear, which I guess will transition nice. us right back to wrestling. Uh, they went to Full Gear this weekend. Um, which let me know on the chat. I'll read it out. Let me know if you had a good time, man. I, I saw all the pictures. They were they were awesome. So. Appreciate you showing us all in social media what the experience was like. I'm jealous, man. I want to go to a, uh, I want to go to an AEW Dynamite. I, I don't want to go to a pay per view. We've been to uh, what was it? Fight for the Fallen. Yeah. So I yeah. mean, Brandon, do you want to go? Actually, Dynamite's coming uh, to where Fight for the Fallen was on January 1st. I mean, assuming that we can get last minute tickets, do you want to go? Mm, I will. It would be a, it would be a Wednesday ski. Oh, Wednesday ski. Okay. <laughs> January 1st, Wednesday ski. 
All right, so let's Yeah, talk. I just got to make sure or not. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk. We'll talk. It's possible. We'll, yeah. we'll talk. Nobody wants to sit here and hear dead air of Brandon thinking <laughs> I'm going to AEW Dynamite for about half an hour, right? They're trying to get through their drives right now, just like I was trying to drive to Gainesville. I, I was driving to Gainesville, and guess what I listened to? A Kenny for your thoughts podcast because I thought the you last episode. Yes, I thought the last episode was actually good. I look, <laughs> look. I think I think Chris Van Vliet says it best. All right, this is and, and I was of this opinion before we did an interview with Chris Van Vliet, but uh, he says if you're not listening to your stuff, you're not getting better because you you won't hear what to fix. So to me, same thing. I listened to the last episode after being a little bit disgruntled with the podcast for a couple episodes before, and I went, okay, we're back on our A game. I thought it was good. So I thought it was good stuff. But I mean, that's just me. I listen back and I go, okay, would remove that. Would remove Brandon. <laughs> would remove Brandon talking here. Yeah, Brandon's Brandon's not doing anything. Brandon, like you Brandon, can Brandon. Really edit it all down. You can really hear, really, you can really hear the Brandon. Podcast. Yeah. The Brandon yeah. uh <laughs> influence on this podcast. But here, I want to touch. I I just want to touch on a couple matches. We won't actually run down all the full gear. All right. Um, All right. (laughs) The chat is saying Brandon can watch his favorite team on Dynamite, the Street Profits. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. How about the Street Profits? And now, uh, Wrestle Marvel for three 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 is outing you and telling everyone else that (laughs) Brandon has had had to be rude, hardworking, had to be rude to hardworking strippers and just ruin the vibe. Brandon, why are you so mean to strippers? I'm not. That's, you, that's did you insane. not turn I'm a stripper into a nun? Opposite. You turned a stripper into a nun. Did that not happen? But I wasn't being rude. All I was right. being nice. Anyway, let's get nice. let's get into this, right? So maybe um, too nice. Full disclosure, right? I did not. I've I basically have not sat down and watched a lot of these events because there've been there's been a lot going on with traveling, as as you've heard. Uh, full gear, I did watch. Now, so full gear. Oh yeah. Um, Probably the the I just want to run down the last couple matches. I mean, um, everything was consistent. Don't get me wrong. Proud and far, powerful beating the Young Bucks, which I called. I think a lot of people were calling the Young Bucks to win this, and I was like, no, nah, they're going to eat another pinfall because it'll yes, hype up yeah. the main event for Chris Jericho in the inner circle. Uh, sure yeah. enough, proud and far, powerful went over Santana and Ortiz went over the Young Bucks. Uh, something I want to talk about in the pre-show. I mean, Dr. Britt Baker uh, defeating P- B. Priestley and then uh, Awesome Kong coming out with Brandy Rhodes and, and they cut uh, a piece of the hair. How are you liking that gimmick? Is a little bit uh, like African voodoo for you, Brandon. Like, is it? Is I it, like, yeah. I love, I love African voodoo. I love voodoo in general. So this, I know, this I know is you like do. Perfect. And, and just so you know, guys, I mean, somebody sitting there is going to sit there and go, well, Kenny's being racist because Brandon's black. So he had to ask him. No. I know my best friend enough to know that he loves these like voodoo type gimmicks. So it has nothing to do. It has nothing idea, to do with yeah. race as much as like, I know Brandon's into like weird movies and that voodoo <laughs> culture and stuff like that. So I'm just saying, all right. It's that was a great, uh, vignette by Brandy Rose on, on the dynamite, previous, the previous dynamite dynamite. Yeah. Where, uh, they were, you know, introducing the character. So I was I was yeah, actually, I was actually like invested it. into it. And I said that I said that in the podcast. Um, um, I'm intrigued to see where this is going, especially with Awesome Kong being the hired gun. It's kind of like, you know, yeah. you know, having the, the little sister who talks shit with the big sister who backs it up, you know, kind of like oh, me yeah. and Brandon. You know, you would expect it would be me talking <laughs> shit and Brandon backing it up. But actually, it's Brandon talking shit. And then uh, and then I come in and ha- I have to save the day. Um, so wait, am I the pitcher or the catcher? 
the swallower. Um, so Kyle, Kyle's okay. Kyle's talking about uh, yeah. See, the, wow, the chat is saying Brandon loves African culture, but not African American wrestlers. <laughs> that's because that's the thing. Listen to what listen to what you just yeah, said. They're completely different. Yeah, he loves Af- African culture, not African American <laughs> culture. You see? Yeah. There's the difference, right? He likes the true yeah, like voodoo tribe kind yeah. of stuff. You know, not right. like the Americanized, Tribal. the Americanized stuff. You know, Brandon, Brandon likes it at its roots. You know, that's like saying like, okay, you know, you don't like, uh, Brandon likes Spanish people, but he doesn't like, you know, Spanish people that were born in America. Right. You know, anyway, <laughs> right. so, so Kyle that's says, fun, yeah. Kyle's giving his opinion here and let me, yeah. let me read this out. Spears and Janela's match should have been saved for the beginning of the pre-show. The tag title match ended so quickly and, and awkwardly that I agree with. For a championship yeah. match with those three teams should have been more time. I agree with that. And, and that's the thing about Full Gear. I was wondering, and hit me up on the chat if you agree with this or not. As a general statement, I wasn't feeling Full Gear. I didn't think it was as good as their last pay-per-views. But granted, this is the first pay-per-view we're getting from them that is coming off the weeklies. So let's All give right. them a little bit of credit. You know, it's going to just like with the camera work, just like things uh, happened at the last pay-per-view double or nothing, you know, everything in terms of presentation has improved. Now, what they're going to have to improve is coming off of TV, going into pay-per-views and trying to make them feel a little bit different and not just feel like an episode of Dynamite. My opinion. Okay, so all of all of it being, you know, it's still a positive pay-per-view. But I think the hype has died down, you know, from the beginning. The other pay-per-views is, is really what's going on. But all uh, that being said, uh, I will say, you know, starting from uh, Riho, uh, the Riho oh, match, the women's one. title match, that was a good one. Uh, the last three matches delivered. Um, but what do you think? I mean, I know we're jumping around, but screw it. Let's get into this. Um, you know, first of all, Rio and Emi Sakura, a lot better match than anyone thought. And I said it on, on last week's episode. I yeah. said it on our, our predictions episode. I think everyone's sleeping on this match and sure enough, it'll steal the show. Great match. You know, went 13 minutes. Wasn't wasn't ridiculously long, but enough time for them to show off their shit. Uh, but I'm going to jump around a little bit here. Uh, John Moxley and Kenny Omega went almost a full yeah. 40 minutes. That all was right? nuts. I didn't think they were almost a that full long. That was cool. 40 yeah. minutes. What do you think about that? What do you think about this match? And, and the, but the perception of the fans, Brandon, the perception of the fans out there right now right. is that this match might have been too graphic, too no. he- heavy use what? of weapons. It, it might have been too much. You start no, and I, will, I awesome. will rant afterwards. Oh, man. No, this is this is great for me. This like brought me back to those weird dvds i used to watch when i was growing up with those weird like backyard wrestling oh, fans. okay thank you and for the busting each other yeah they're hitting each other each other over the top of the head with like fluorescent light bulbs and stuff in garages and so it's like i i, I love that kind of stuff i thought i thought it was great and i think that this feud like needed that like it felt you know different it felt like like some crazy ccw like hardcore match you know? right like it needed and, to, and it that's needed where, to go there that's where yeah. moxley cut you his teeth say, Right. You can say it maybe went too long if it was, you know, as a viewer, if you're sitting there watching that's a long pay-per-view, it's like almost four hours, you know, and it's like one match is, you know, an hour long almost. Yeah. Um, I mean, you could say that, but I thought, you know, they got all their spots in, all the spots were cool, you know, they bled. I didn't think they did anything too crazy. I thought actually um, uh, Homeboy, uh, 
Cody Rhodes's bump over the eye was, was worse than anything worse, that yeah. happened. Yeah, in in their match. So well, I, you I didn't obviously think it was didn't see you didn't see Kenny Omega's back after that match with the mousetraps <laughs> and, and stuff like that. <laughs> with the um, I didn't I didn't see the yeah. after effects. I and just then, saw, like during the match. Yeah. So the chat saying you know the chain over the neck was too much. Uh, and, and, and I laughed, uh, the something, something, something I said was that, uh, you know, poor Justin Roberts was probably having flashbacks this past week between the chain and between, uh, uh, Wardlow choking, uh, choking Cody Rhodes with his tie <laughs> reminded him of, uh, when Daniel Bryan did it to him. Remember, remember Daniel Bryan got fired over that. Daniel Bryan got fired over that incident. They were PG and he choked Justin Roberts. Uh, different no, wait, time. Was that a different time? Was that a real firing? That or was, was that a like real a firing. Story work? No, that was a real firing to because they had to answer to their sponsors. You have a PG show where somebody cho- chokes somebody, so they were legitimately fired him. He was taking independent bookings, and then once the heat died down, you know, which they didn't tell him, they didn't tell him they rehire him, but they, you know, then they rehired him afterwards. Which I'm sure they rehired him at a bigger contract, so it might have been a you know better thing for him. And then he right. won the ti- he won a title like the next month. So I mean, uh, I'm just saying. Right. Now to get back into yeah. to get back into this, and I wanted to rant on this a little bit. Uh, I don't okay. think it was too graphic. I don't think it was too graphic, um, but the problem is when it was 40 minutes, now it was excessive. And what I mean by that is now the violence is excessive because no guy should be going through 40 minutes of a of a death match, if you will. To me, this match could have been the sweet spot would have been 15 to 20 minutes. If you had 15 and 20 minutes of all these heavy spots and then putting their body through that kind of abuse, I'd have been okay. But once it reached about half an hour. I was just like, this is too much as much as, you know, and maybe that just, that just has to do with the time restraint. Now, John Moxley's a big boy. John Moxley's out to prove, uh, show you what he's made of and show you that there's a lot more to him than just what he did in the WWE. All right. He was kind of limited, uh, handcuffed, right. if you will, creatively in WWE. So I get it. I get he's out to prove something, but too much. You don't want to show your hand all at once. All right. That being said, it was a good match. It really was. But to be blunt, uh, because I watched it on Sunday and I was, you know, headed out, I fast forward mm. through some of the middle of this match. That's not a good thing. That's not a good thing because I got bored of it. How sad is it that I got bored of a match that I would be raving about normally? That just has to do with the time. That just has to do with the time. I promise you, because everyone's in the chat saying something about Hell in a Cell. Pull up the time for Hell in a Cell. It wasn't 40 minutes, you know, hell in a cell. I'm talking about with, uh, with mankind and the undertaker, oh. <laughs> I should say not, not hell in a cell. Uh, not, <laughs> not se- feed versus uh, the feed. <laughs> <laughs> I miss, I don't know if you can tell, but I miss uh, heel Seth Rollins. I, I, I miss his John. Come fight me, John. <laughs> 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 do, do you he's, think he's Rollins is just is, is just kind of a black right, right here I got the time limit. I got the time limits for you before yeah. we, sorry you, you can ask me that back okay, in yeah. All right. John Moxley versus Kenny Omega 38 minutes 45 seconds Undertaker versus Mankind 17 minutes even wow and yeah. we remember that match more Gosh, than yeah. we'll remember John Moxley versus Kenny Omega because it was 17 minutes of hard hitting action. So it's not so that speaking of hard hitting action, I'm about to hit Brandon pretty damn hard. 
for his phone going off. Brandon, why why are you people uh, always texting I, you? You know what happened? I I muted it. Uh-huh. And then I was like, oh, you know what? Kenny might call me to hop on. Uh-huh. So I unmuted it and look, I forgot. So the chat saying, look, the, the chat saying Jesus. Uh, the chat saying Jesus didn't even realize it was that short in, in speaking about mankind versus the Undertaker. Right. right. That's how that's what you want. You don't want people to remember how long it was or how short it was. You just want people to remember the match. Like this podcast. Who cares if it goes half an hour or an hour? Remember <laughs> that we had a good episode. That's that we did that we did it justice. Right. So if if you don't remember me talking, yeah, you probably have a better listening experience. Right. So Kyle Kyle does say something because again he and Tiffany of All Elite Podcast were in the crowd. So I trust his right. opinion on this. He goes, "LOL, it's crazy in the arena. It didn't it didn't feel that long." Okay, so that's good. That's a good thing. Right. All right. On TV, it did feel long. So it's like maybe maybe we need to find a balance between the in the in the arena and uh, on TV. Because at the end of the day, 5,000 people in the arena, cool. Thousands and thousands of people watching at home need to be satisfied, too. Great insight, I, Brandon. I, Appreciate I it. I, I, I dug the match. I, don't, I, I liked it. I thought it, they did it. I didn't think it went too far. I thought the choke spot was kind of funny. Uh, <laughs> so let's jump, let's but, jump yeah, around. The, the only criticism, yeah, I could say is maybe it, it went along. Right. You know, it's just if you're sitting down watching the pay-per-view like like this segment of us talking about it, it yes. it's going pretty yes. long so yes. let's let's jump around a little bit you know i don't want to touch on raw at all uh, i didn't like raw i didn't think it was a good episode uh but one thing i did want to touch on is the latest development in the lana rusev and bobby lashley storyline <laughs> so, now so hold on wait I, I want to yeah, do something here, and maybe we'll make this an right. official segment, okay? I don't. If you can think of a creative name in the chat, or um, or if you're listening on the audio version, tweet me, tweet me at Kenny Podcast, and let me know what you think of a name for this segment. What I want to do is put a positive spin on what I feel is the worst segment of the week. I think this could become a regular thing. All right, so we're gonna have to find the positivity in this. Let's talk about the negatives first. Let's get that out of the way. The negatives are that this storyline is even happening. <laughs> what? No. You, no. Lana, poor Lana. I, I don't know if I, I can put the blame on her. Now, now, the thing to me is Lana, Rusev, and Bobby Lashley, for that matter, are amazing, amazing characters. Lana needs to go back to being the Russian cold, you know, what's, what's her name? Brigitte Nielsen in Rocky Four. All right, uh-huh. where she's the cold, dominant, my man will kick your ass kind of thing. She needs <laughs> to go back to that character. I don't like Lana currently. Uh, Lana has just become another character. She's become uh, disposable, disposable, uh, if you what? will. What's different about her than than any other character right now? She's what's cool. I don't. What's the difference between her and a Mandy Rose and Alexa Bliss in terms of standing out? Because she's actually having beautiful, beautiful sex with Lashley. Wow. Brandon, your camera, by the way, you have too much headroom. Fix that. Oh. Now, that being said, I'm not saying that against Lana. I'm not saying that she's untalented. I'm saying that she's being put into a position that is an unfavorable position to be in. Why would you want to be a part of the storyline? People are going to remember this in the same vein that people remember uh, Clear Lynch. (laughs) <laughs> no. Yes, no, absolutely they no. will. 
Absolutely they will. And that didn't do any favors for AJ Styles. The actress who played Claire Lynch went back to working as, as Olive Oil at uh, Universal Studios. It did nothing to help. Lana. Bro. Look, they're gonna do a whole angle with Mari. This is gonna this is gonna be awesome. I'm this telling is you, it's gonna pay this off. This is horrible. So Lana, like I said, Rusev has the comedic timing of a stand-up comedian. Like he's got the timing of a comed- uh, a stand-up comedian. And yeah. Bobby Lashley is a legitimate ass kicker. Bobby Lashley doesn't need to talk. Bobby Lashley's strong suit has never been a talking and storyline perspective. Okay, Bobby Lashley's strong suit is that he's a legitimate MMA fighter. He's been He's an ass kicker. He's been in the Army Reserves, right? He's been in or the Navy. I don't remember what branch he's, he was part of. But the point is, Bobby Lashley has always been a legitimate ass kicking machine. He still looks like he's 30 years old and he's 40. OK, why would you pigeonhole him into this stupid storyline, which just makes him look like a black guy who like who likes blondes? You know what I mean? Because like a stereotypical like thing, right? It's a st- that's what I'm saying. It's a stereotypical thing. As opposed to utilizing his strengths, this guy could be feuding with Brock Lesnar. When he came back, we, we all got clamored. We all clamored for Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar, or as Brandon said it, Brock Lesnar versus Black Lesnar. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone clamored for Look, it. Look, yeah, yeah. Now like, I don't even care if it happens. Yeah, we don't need it because we got a better storyline right here. This is a horrible storyline. So that's the thing. <laughs> that's the thing. They've ruined them. They've ruined them with this character. And and the poor Rusev and Lana. This is not the first time with Rusev and Lana. They've been given the Enzo storyline, which I was actually a fan of. They did that one properly. They did uh, the one with Summer Rae. With Summer Rae and I forgot Dolph Ziggler. Uh, that uh, one was actually not half bad either. But they're getting progressively worse. like the Mandy Rose and uh, the Usos one, right? You like that one? The Mandy Rose and Usos one was good. But what the hell does that have to do with Rusev and Lana? Which oh, is I the problem I have yeah. with you fickle fans. <laughs> <laughs> but that being said, Rusev and Lana are, should not be in this storyline. I don't think they should leave WWE. I just think WWE needs to give them something better. Take them back to their roots, okay? We have a real-life married couple, which no one in this world believes that Rusev and Lana are having marital problems. No one believes it. That's the problem. Wrestling is supposed to be something where we get lost in the reality of the situation. All right. We're supposed to think these things are real. There has been nothing to make me believe that Rusev and Lana are legitimately having marital problems, that Lana is legitimately sleeping with with Bobby Lashley. I can't get invested into the storyline. And if I can't get invested into the storyline, then it's terrible. Now, the problem is this is the issue. This Uh is WWE making money in spite of themselves. This has the most (laughs) views. Out of any of their That's videos right. on YouTube, Take last time I haters. checked, it was 2.8 million. 2.8 million. This has more views than an episode. the episode of Raw. <laughs> Think about that. The rating, quote-unquote rating for this segment, is better than the overall rating for Raw. That's right. the problem, is they're making money in spite of themselves. So they're looking at that. They're looking at the Raw numbers, no pun intended, and going, well, this is, this is a popular storyline because it's such car crash TV that people want to uh, actually see why it's so terrible. <laughs> okay? This, I'm pretty sure that's why people watch our podcast, too. Uh, yeah. They're like, I want to see how Brandon's going to fuck this up this week. And I'm Look, okay and with it, to a certain that's extent. That's good, yeah. To a certain extent. But anyway, Is Brandon, a bad thing? we're going pretty long. we got a lot to discuss here. we got about 20 minutes to go, all right? All right. 
right. So good story. How do we put a positive spin on this? I guess I just did. (laughs) The positive (laughs) spin is that WWE is appealing to the casuals, to the women and men who sit at home and they watch the reality television. They watch their threesomes on uh on uh what's the show? Was that Paradise Island or something like that? No, it's not Paradise Island. Oh. Dang it. What is it called? Temptation Island. Temptation Island. Yeah, they watch the threesomes on Temptation Island. And they just, they all think it's just. (laughs) Reality television is the best when reality television is the most ironic name in the history of of the the American language because it's a lot of it is scripted. That's the problem. People like to talk shit about other people. That's the culture that we have. (laughs) All right. But speaking of culture. Yes. Uh, the culture. Let's get into hashtag for the culture. Jordan Miles, the latest <laughs> oh, development yeah. with Jordan Miles. Um, my disclaimer is that yeah. Brandon and I are going to drop the shit. We're not going to be PC right now. We're just going to go on a, a pretty good rant of how we feel about the situation. And if you're offended, I'm sorry. All right. But this is our podcast. This is our opinion. And I'm here to give it. All right. So, yeah. Brandon. Let's recap. Yeah, can we get a recap of this? Yeah, yeah, thank yeah you. So look, yeah, we're on the same page here. here. Let's go. let's have a recap right. of what happened with Jordan Miles. Okay, so Jordan Miles, aka ACH, has basically there was a, a shirt that was released that was unfortunately and again unintentional. I truly believe unintentional. I don't think anyone sat there and said, you know, <laughs> let's make this guy feel like we're being racist. Um, unintentionally looked a little bit like the Sambo cartoon. Uh, if you don't, if you're unaware of the Sambo cartoon, Brandon, can you explain that a little bit with the uh, the big lips, uh, with the red lips yeah, around? Okay. <laughs> can you explain it just briefly? But oh yeah, you you've probably seen it before. It's just the a lot of something like the older uh, cartoon stuff depictions of like black people. You know, they have really black faces. They have these really big red lips, and uh, you know, bug eyed sort of thing. And you know the teeth showing and everything, and so yeah. I guess that image it's like a caricature. Is, it's like a caricature, yeah, like a caricature white people right. used for black people in a racist manner. Um, right. So the problem is, uh, I think WWE. This is what happened. Okay, Mar- Mauro Ranallo, you know, one of the greatest commentators in the world, commented, and it was just a clever, clever pun, and he said, uh-huh. "Jordan Miles, he's got smiles for miles." And so what they wanted to do was say, all right, let's make a modernized flat design smile with Jordan Miles name. Now, it's unfortunate. I'm not defending (laughs) WWE at all. They should have done their research when this happened. They should have understood. You know, (laughs) I I was explained to this by by a black coworker bluntly because I I discussed Uh, this issue with him. And he said, you know, there's a whole black Twitter, black community that a lot of people don't pay attention to. And I think WWE should have paid attention to this community, should have paid attention to the quote unquote culture and understood that this would have offended them. You know, whether that be running the design by, well, you see, there's the argument is like, supposedly this was run by, run by Jordan Miles, as in they told him about it, supposedly. Okay. Was he cool with it at first? Supposedly, but apparently he didn't miss or he missed it. I don't know. And that's the thing. It's like, is it their fault if he missed that this had racial you know, overtones or undertones? Um, but anyway, so we get we get that happening. So he goes on a Twitter uh, rant, which starts. OK, it's OK. Like he was he was right to be offended. OK, he was right. Let's to see, call it, no, listen, 
He was right to be offended about uh, uh, and and call attention to it on social media and say, WWE, don't make this shirt. WWE changed the design pretty, pretty much instantaneously and made it more of like a Looney Tunes looking thing. All right. Right. No, no racial things there. They just made it, you know, fun. Um, he continued, which, again, I was OK with he was, <laughs> the way he started off was was very like, I want to call attention to this. I want to show uh, you that we need a voice. Cool. Totally makes sense. Now, when he started his Twitter fingers a little bit more and he started. This is this is my thing. You can have a very legitimate point, but the minute you get ignorant about your point, you lose your entire basis. You lose your entire argument. Mm -hmm. The problem was he went and called Jay Lethal Uncle Tom. He said there's no. (laughs) He literally said the tweet was. There have been no black champions in ROH except this Uncle Tom motherfucker, Jay Lethal. Uh, And for anybody that doesn't know what an Uncle Tom is. Okay, Brandon, correct me if I'm wrong. (laughs) No, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh An Uncle Tom is essentially what uh, the black community would feel is a black person who is catering, sucking up essentially to the white side and hiding their Mm -hmm. culture. You know, right. and that's where we get the racial yes, 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 uh, kind of kind of stuff. So that's an offensive word like that's a that's a heavy, heavy thing. So that's where he lost me, because you cannot you cannot defend your point and say we need to advance the culture by downing your own fellow black man and calling him an Uncle Tom. You lost me now. And Jay Lethal <laughs> is a hell of an athlete. Forget what skin right. color Jay Lethal is. Forget what culture Jay Lethal is. He's done so much in this business. He's helping train the next generation of wrestlers at Tampa Bay Pro just 15 miles from here. Okay? 15 miles for miles over here. But anyway, the, the point is, to down Jay Lethal shows me what kind of mentality you're in. Okay? And Jordan Miles, I don't support you after that. I don't support you because you were right. This was an offensive shirt. But now it goes past the shirt. (laughs) All right. It goes past the shirt. How can you say hashtag for the culture? Have so many people supporting you and then go down a fellow black man like Jay Lethal. Why? Because he's more successful than you because you didn't like him. What's wrong? You were the NXT breakout superstar. You won a huge tournament. So for WWE to say WWE doesn't support black people is ridiculous. Kofi Kingston was your champion at the time. I'm not saying, look, I am not saying that this is correct in any way. I'm not saying that that the African-Americans in the WWE haven't been held down because they have been. But we've made tremendous strides, just like the women's division. The women's division was being held down for years, but we've made strides. We talk the same people, the same people who support Jordan Miles in that are the same people who don't understand that Saudi Arabia having a women's match is a big deal. It doesn't mean we've progressed to the point where everybody is on par, but we've made some progress. Don't lose sight of that. Don't lose sight of that, Jordan Miles. We've made progress. All right. There's still a ways to go. But that being said, Jordan Miles, the latest development in finishing the recap, the latest development is my dude went on Twitter and had a profanity laced rant about quitting WWE, about calling Jordan Miles his slave name. And quite frankly, watching it, I don't think you're mentally stable. I don't think you're mentally stable, Jordan Miles. I think you need help. And I'm saying this as a person. Okay? 
forget ACH the wrestler, forget Jordan Miles. I think you need to address some mental issues. It's okay. And I'm saying this not as a diss. I'm saying go get help. Go have some therapy. Talk through some of your issues. Maybe you faced racism in your life and this was just the icing on the cake because you felt like you made it to WWE. You felt like, and now you feel like they're going to hold you down just like you've been held down in life. I don't know your backstory, but I do think you need some help. Okay? That being said, I've heard rumors that AEW doesn't want to sign this guy, and rightfully so. No, you want yeah, to talk no. attitude problems. Yeah, kind of the, yeah So no, no one misconstrue nuts. what I am saying. I am not saying... Jordan Miles is wrong. I'm not saying Jordan Miles shouldn't have been offended at the shirt. Here's a, here's the weird thing about the internet and the toxic <laughs> wrestling community. The minute you say that, I'm like, well, Jordan Miles shouldn't have said that. They instantly think I am diminishing his whole argument. They think that I am saying that Jordan Miles should have never. He should have never been offended at that shirt. No, he should have. I was offended at the shirt, and I'm not black. Once I understood. Yeah, I, I wasn't it was questionable. Really offended by the shirt. Right. I think he was reading a bit too much into it. But once you honest. call Jay Lethal and Uncle Tom, you're done. You're literally downing your own race. So how am I supposed to use the hashtag for the culture when you are setting your race back with comments like that? End of rant. Yeah, I, I don't know. Just, I mean, you can see it in his tweets, man. The way this guy is just going off, you know. That's what I'm saying. He's it got, seem... he's got some, some sort of chip on his shoulder. Yeah, it's just there's something on. There's an underlying something. Yeah, there. and, and yeah, whether it's, it's more than a silly shirt. I don't know if it's you know? A, a, a psychological thing, something he's gone through. For, for all I know, he's got an alcohol issue. There's some, but there's something that's not right when you see these arguments. Okay. And I think the best thing that, that happened is that Jay lethal didn't comment on it. I, I think that shows you the level of class that someone like Jay lethal has because he doesn't need to comment. You know, they say the lion, the, the saying I'll give you is the lion doesn't care about the opinions of the sheep. It's true. Who cares? That's why I know JD from NY is a, is a bitch because he he's blocking people. <laughs> he's blocking people on YouTube. This is the, the irony. No, no, I, I gotta call I gotta call out people who are hypocritical <laughs> because he says something that he hates bullies. He hates bullies and then follows that retorts and says anybody who thinks uh, I I don't know if it was about the La, Lana and Rusev storyline, but he's like anybody who thinks this is good gets an instant block from me. <laughs> because you're a stupid motherfucker. So JD from NY is like the Jordan Miles of the podcasting community. He was correct. He was correct at first, but then you say some stupid ignorant shit like that and your whole point is moot. It, it doesn't make sense. If I say like, I'm not racist, I just don't like African Americans. What? <laughs> what are you talking about? I just don't understand how people are so delusional in thinking that because they say, I do not like this. I don't like bullies. Okay. That lets me know that you hate yourself a lot. Because you're a bully. JD from NY. I think we could all agree that Jordan Miles is a bully. I think, look, I I wish for the best. I wish the best. Let me me just, let me summarize by saying I wish for the best for Jordan Miles, ACH. Okay? I want him to get past this, and I want him to come back to to, to wrestling he is a great athlete. I saw him live at NXT Tampa, and he had that crowd in the palm of his hand. And that's the thing. That's how you advance. To me, that's how you advance the culture. It's not by quitting and going and calling people Uncle Toms. 
It's about showing your talents in WWE. It's about having made a name for yourself and showing little black kids in the crowd that they can be in the position that you're in. I saw I saw little little black kids crying in the crowd when Kofi Kingston won the title. I saw videos on Twitter of little black kids holding up a title because they they saw the rep- representation that they've never had before. A black WWE champion, they held up I saw a video, I'll never forget how emotional it made me because I'm a father. And I can only imagine, again, I can't relate. I'm not, you know, my skin color is, is not black. But again, holding up a title and looking at his dad and saying, Dad, I can be champion too. That's what you want. That's why it's good to have a Spanish champion, a black champion, a white champion. You want representation. Jordan Miles went this about this the wrong way because the racists of the world, bluntly, the racists of the world are just going to point to him and say, that's why I don't like them. Because they do stuff like this. So he did nothing to change the perception of the people that have wronged him in the first place. All he did was add fuel to the fire and set the culture back. That's my opinion. Because you come across aggressive culture killer. Right. And it's just like, no, you should have just gone and been a success in WWE and used this as a learning experience. Because I think WWE would have would have said, you know what? We apologize. We, We made a mistake. Won't happen again. And he should have said, I appreciate your apology. Let's go. Because I think he would have been a big star in NXT. Big star. But anyway. Brandon, should we get to the the elephant in the room? Should we talk about the biggest thing that, in my opinion, that happened this week? What is the biggest thing that happened this week? The return of CM Punk. CM Punk. CM Punk. Are you going to be one of those guys chanting CM Punk everywhere for no reason? I was never one of those guys. I, I always hate when people. I always hate when people derail a match. Like when you see Lana in a match and they're chanting Rusev Day, or when Brie Bella's in the match and they're chanting Yes. I think it's disrespectful. Uh, so when you get uh, you know two guys or girls killing it in the ring and people are chanting CM Punk, it's crazy. That's right. that's disrespectful to the performers. Could you imagine Kenny Omega and Moxley are out there and people are chanting CM Punk? <laughs> like it would have ruined the match. But Brandon, what was what was what was your reaction to this? Let me get your opinion first. I mean, you know you, what? Have you I, even seen it? Yeah, I saw the uh, the clips that was on the their like post show thing that they do, right? And then they play the steam and everything. And he walks out and uh, you know saying you know he, he's changed the culture or whatever. Uh, that, that was cool. That was a neat. That was a neat thing. Uh, what what I thought was was kind of cool was how it's like. He, it's like he went through Fox, you know. So he's like he's not technically, you know, through the WWE. It's like more like a Fox thing, but he's still a part of it all. And so now I'm wondering, you know, can we possibly see him in a match somewhere down the road? No, no. no he's, he's still here's the problem. Of, so the internet is so fucking toxic. You see what you just said? Like, oh, I'm right. wondering if we see him in a match. All these haters have now come out and they're like, no, he's not going to be a match. He works for Fox, you dick. And wow, it's so funny how tough people are on Twitter because all these same people who were chanting CM Punk, CM Punk are now calling other people stupid for saying that, (laughs) oh, maybe he'll come back to the ring. How how right. funny is that? How fickle are the fans of professional wrestling? The the worst thing to happen profes- to professional wrestling is not Vince McMahon. It's you. 
It is you wrestling fans who have perceptions like that. Can we not just sit there and be happy that CM Punk is back in whatever capacity he's back in? In WWE, we never thought we'd see this day, much less only five years. It's only been five years. Yeah, that's amazing. That's not a lot of time to heal all wounds because Punk was so disgruntled, so disgruntled with WWE. And yet everyone's, well, that's why he went back to Fox. I don't give a shit what he went back to. He's going back to a show to talk about WWE. He's going to be an analyst in the same vein as Troy Aikman and things like that, talking about a sport that he quote unquote fell out of love with. So now we see that obviously there's something still there. If you've seen the video that Fox posted uh, just yesterday, it's about CM Punk saying he's getting butterflies and realizing, and he says it himself, he's like realizing that if he has butterflies, he still cares. That means he cares, and that's a good thing. And you can see it's like a man whose weight is lifted off of his shoulder. He doesn't have to say it, but you can see all of that hate and that vitriol going away. Can you not be, forget WWE and forget us fans, can you not be happy for CM Punk? Be happy for Phil Brooks for a second. Be happy for the fact that he was trying to hide a smile the whole time when he was coming out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Kudos to him. Forget what I think. Forget what the internet wrestling fans think. Phil Brooks, the man, CM Punk, is happy. It makes me happy. All right? But you at least now the, the chance makes sense. At least right. Right. But so all, the, all the AEW fans, the same. It, this is so Bullshit, man, right here. The same fans who would have glossed their shit if CM Punk came out at All Out or Double or Nothing are the same fans who are saying, why is he, he's just some analyst. Screw him. He, he's right. nothing. He means nothing. And it's like, I don't know. it's like, guys, I get it. I get it. If you view it as a war, you view this as losing the battle for CM Punk. I get it. All right. I I totally get why you're disgruntled, but don't be so disgruntled that you make up you make up your own facts because that's where ignorance is created. All right. Right. So you now did AEW offer him like a huge AEW's been offering? They they, they texted him. They've they've been texting. I mean, who who in their right mind wouldn't be texting or calling CM Punk to return to wrestling? Okay. Fox did it because Fox Fox understands now. So Fox threw big money his way to not wrestle, to just talk about WWE. But this is this is cathartic. Again, that's the word. When I said healing, it's cathartic for him. Do you know how hard it is to hold a burden and hold a grudge? Guys, I don't care what if you have a grudge with your mom, your dad, your best friend, your your ex, whatever it is, I, I challenge you to let it go. Because the only person you're hurting is yourself. The only person you're hurting is yourself. Because it's a heavy load to, to, to hold. Give it to somebody else. All right? Brandon Brandon holds a grudge against the pink pony. All right? Let it go, Brandon. So on the chat, people are saying, didn't WWE add him back on their superstar page? Uh, that's a common misconception. I've seen a lot of people post that. Uh, they're like, well, CM Punk's back on there. CM Punk has been on that page. He's uh, on, on their alumni section. He is not on mm-hmm. their current superstars list. Like a lot of people have been, I think, uh, sliced wrestling uh reported that on twitter which fyi for everybody out there uh that's a parody account of slice wrestling without the d so the present has slice wrestling who is probably one of the worst wrestling news reporting (laughs) sites so sliced wrestling went and parodied them 
uh, basically to say, we'll just make shit up. And I promise you, it'll be more right than than the actual site. And sure enough, that's that that is correct. That's correct. They are they're right most of the time, even though they're bullshitting. Uh, So, no, he has not been added back. He has always been on the alumni page. It's just people didn't go looking for him until now. Instead, they chanted CM Punk in the arena instead (laughs) of looking for him. But I, I just don't understand how people don't think that this is this again. We've been talking this whole episode has been about progress. All right. The same people who don't understand that Natty versus Lacey Evans was a big deal for Saudi Arabia and progress don't understand that CM Punk being on Fox on WWE backstage is progress. They're like, well, it doesn't mean he's going to wrestle again. Absolutely. You're correct. But don't you think this is a lot closer than he's ever been in the last five years? He's literally going to be saying the words WWE every single night. Words that he didn't want to even utter in interviews. He's going to have to say WWE Universe, too. He's going to say WWE Universe. Uh, Arguably one of the best talkers in the professional (laughs) wrestling business is going to be talking and giving his analysis of WWE. You have wrestlers already like Seth Rollins tweeting him out. Fight me, CM Punk. So you don't think that CM Punk's going to be talking to a lot of the boys? That he's not going to get back into the wrestling culture? You don't think that... WWE backstage, if they need to film at the arena, he's not going to go show up at a WWE event. I don't care what you all think. If you're naive enough to think that WWE didn't have some input, that Phil Brooks didn't have some input to work together, that this CM Punk is just working for Fox. You're very naive. The irony is you're getting worked more than most people thinking that you're so damn smart. How ironic. How like the Montre- ironic. <laughs> like the Montreal, like the Montreal Screwjob. Screw it's all a work, baby. It's a work. That wasn't a work. This is a work. But, I mean, th- it's funny, though. Man, like, literally on Instagram, I posted that CM Punk is back with WWE and, and you know, talked about the backstage segment. And then you got Id- an idiot that went, like, I'm going to report your account for false news. And it's like, what? Yeah, it's like, that? it's like, wow, that lets me know that instead of this is a problem, guys. Instead of going on Twitter and just believing things or or not even believing things, this guy believed that I was lying. Why don't you do a quick Google Damn. search? CM Punk WWE instead of calling me a fucking liar. Because I'll call you a mark. <laughs> An ignorant hey, mark bro. at that. You always got reported, man. For what, though? That's like, calling, that's like calling 911 as a precaution. As a precaution. How stupid is that? Your thoughts, fake news. What is going on? Oh yeah, fake news, guys. It was fake news that CM Punk was back. The the funny part, it was a picture of him on WWE backstage. What what, did I Photoshop that? Did I just make this up? No. Go watch the content. Go research the internet before you call people fucking stupid and call them liars. It's the stupidest thing you can do. And people calling him a sellout. There's there's I, I don't understand. CM Punk made his name in WWE. CM Punk left WWE and got fired on his wedding day. I don't give I don't give CM Punk any sympathy on that, by the way, because he walked out of WWE. I do give I do think it's shit shitty that WWE fired him on his wedding day. I think that, you know, we can argue. I don't know if that was just happenstance or, or what. But the point is, he got his walking papers on his wedding day. I get it. That's the burden that he's held for the last five years is that specific incident. And I would have held it too. That's a big deal. 
But that being said, I just don't understand. I just don't understand how people can call this guy a sellout for going back to WWE. I get it. You wanted him in AEW. Sucks for you. I would have loved for him to be in AEW. Let me say that right now. I'm not WWE biased. I'd have loved for him to be in AEW. Dare I say I would have been happier if he was on AEW. But let's just be grateful we have CM Punk back at some capacity. Just saying. That's right, man. I guess in the wrestling world, man, you can never say never with some of these cats. I mean, here he is back tied to the company. So... I don't know, man. I think I think there might be a match down the line somewhere. That's and, and that's it. exactly. I'm not gonna it. say never. Exactly. I, I think they can mince fences, you know. Exactly, and that's it. You you see the skepticism in your voice. It's not like you're saying, "Well, he's gonna have a match." It's like, "Well, he might have a match now because there's a good chance." Exactly. Guys, don't let that kid inside you die. Don't let the the dreamer. The the one who speculates and wants things to happen. Don't let that side of you die. Don't be such a realist that you lose sight of your dreams and hopes. And that's not just in a wrestling sense. That's in a life sense. I see so many people do it. Well, it's not going to happen. Who says it won't happen? Why are you limiting yourself? Because guess what? If you say it's not going to happen, then you're gonna, you're correct. If you say something in your life won't happen, you're correct. Because that means you're not trying for it. Okay? I see someone like Brandon. And Brandon's going to laugh because he thinks I'm about to diss him, but I'm not. Brandon plays music every week because he's always had that dream as a kid to play music and to play gigs, right? Am I right in saying that? That's just something you wanted to do. Yeah, yeah. So Brandon's never let that side of him die. Brandon still performs. And kudos to you, Brandon, because that is very inspirational. You know, if we weren't if we weren't dreamers, we wouldn't have a wrestling podcast and a platform to where we talk about wrestling and we would be disgruntled and say, well, no one's going to listen to this. Yeah, no one will listen to it if you don't put the work in. So if you say no one's going to listen, I promise you no one will listen. So that's my advice for you, any, anybody listening. Have some faith in yourself. Have some faith in things. It's okay to speculate. If you think CM Punk's going to wrestle a match, cool. Let's hope. Maybe it won't happen, but maybe it will. And if it does, and you thought about it that entire time, it's going to be so much sweeter when it does. As opposed to being disgruntled when he does appear because you, don't, you didn't expect it and saying, well, I don't want to see that match. Guys, being right, wrestling gods, guys, being right all the time, (laughs) being right all the time is very, very much the formula, the formula for being unhappy. (laughs) Just saying. You were saying wrestling gods. (laughs) Yeah, I was just going to say wrestling gods. Please make Lana's baby be Lashley's for the storyline. It'll be awesome. I'm just putting it out there. The universe. Before we go off air. Uh, one thing I, I did want to say, uh, you know, I know we didn't call attention to NXT a lot, and I apologize. You know, this is more of an opinion-based episode uh, than running down everything. Um, one thing I wanted to call attention to on NXT, um, I did not like Io Shirai and Mia Yim had a match, ladder match. Mm-hmm. Mia Yim got busted open hard way. Oh. They did a very obvious cut away where they did not include her in the frame. And... Uh, I was not a fan of this because I feel like I'm going to be blunt. And I'm going to be honest. Uh, WWE, if this was a guy, if this was a male match, I don't think you'd have cut away. I think you'd have mm. had the referee working on on the wrestler. I think you would have called attention to it. You'd even zoomed in on it a, a little bit to show the, the chaos that was ensuing. 
Instead, right. they so cut, you don't think it was a PG thing? You think it was? I think it was a female a, thing, a gender thing. Dang. I think it was a gender thing, and it, it actually I did not like it. I did not like it um, because again, they cut to Io Shirai, and she was not doing anything. She was kind of trying to buy time. It was awkward. Um, right. You didn't have to cut to me, a zoom in on Mia Yim's face, but at least show the doctors working on her, and show that she's legitimately uh, gotten um, cut open. You know, all you need to show is yeah. the back. The, the back of the uh, the trainer and that's it. That's all you need to show. So I'm just saying, I think this this we need we need a little more equality in, in that sense in the in the wrestling business. Uh, my opinion, my opinion, if a woman gets busted open, shouldn't it be treated the same as if a male gets busted open? Saint Saudi Arabia. <laughs> Damn right. I'm just saying. All right. Who knows? It could have been her Becky Lynch moment. Man. There you go. I mean, th- there you go. Literally, almost a year to the day, just a couple days past it, on Raw, they had Becky Lynch get cut open, and it's it created the biggest moment of the year. Look what it created after that. So I don't know why they chose to cut away from this, because this is, again, look at what, look, yeah, and look at that, Aaliyah, Aaliyah also got super busted open uh, after her match with Zia Lee, but they didn't really show that, but that's because they were trying to cover her nose. And kind of, um, you know, hide that. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm just blowing smoke. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, maybe it was the way she got cut open that was pretty nasty and they just didn't want to show the blood gushing out. Um, who knows? Maybe I'm wrong. But it's just something I noticed and I wanted to call attention to. Now, Brandon, before we go off air, anything you want to say? I want to say free Sankara. Yeah. Make Let, it happen. It's funny how someone can be given a storyline with another wrestler, Catalina, and still want out of their contract. That's that shows you how bad his booking is in WWE. Now, that being said, I did want to remind you all go to YouTube.com slash Kenny for your thoughts. If you're not there already, subscribe to us, please. And if you're and if you're subscribed, but your best friend's not go have him subscribe, go have her subscribe and also follow us on social media. Join. I want you all to interact with me. Okay, so if you want to talk to me if you want to see some clever memes and my comments on stuff because it's not Brandon that's doing the social media it's me go to <laughs> twitter.com slash show twitter.com slash Kenny podcast go ahead and join the conversation let's talk some professional wrestling tell me my opinions are wrong I don't care I will always respond to you Instagram at a Kenny for your thoughts podcast I would rather you comment on Twitter than to DM me on Instagram a lot of people in, uh, DM me on Instagram and it's like, conversations don't have to be private. We could talk uh, on Facebook at a Kenny for your thoughts podcast, or you can listen to the audio versions on Spotify, Apple podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google play music, iHeartRadio, which I never mentioned and more. All right. And oh, I appreciate that. Uh, Russell Marfer three three says best 7 a.m. morning show to wake up to. Ah, oh, look at that. I appreciate that. But before Brandon, before we go off air. I want to leave everybody yeah. with a quote because I like quotes on I usually get them off a couple of sites, one of them being af, uh, alpha leaders. So to kind of I got this just last second, by the way, this is uh, to tie in what I was just saying about not letting your hopes and dreams die. A shark in a fish tank will grow eight inches, but in the ocean, it will grow to eight feet or more. The shark will never outgrow its environment. And the same is true about you. Many times we're around small thinking people so we don't grow change your environment and watch your growth so brandon that being said i don't think i can be friends with you uh i'm holding it down bro holding me down bro all i need you for is 5 a.m or 4 a.m uh 
trips to the airport, and that's about it. You just need an airport ride, yeah. Just need the airport ride. Yeah, you're and, good. And at this point, they have Uber. I don't really need you. And then you can fly. Spread your eagle wings. Fly like an eagle. <laughs> but anyway, Brandon, I like this episode. This has been good. Uh, trying something a little different. Uh, instead of just Leave running, salty on this one. yeah. Instead of running down, uh, you know, hope, let me know, guys. Go on, go on Twitter at Kenny Podcast. Let me know if you like that format better. Would you rather hear our opinions where we run down issues in professional wrestling, like like we just did, or would you rather hear us talk more about the shows? Because again, I know I didn't really touch on Dynamite. I know I didn't touch on um, NXT. But let me know what you think about this format, guys. But until then episode 56 of the Kenny for your thoughts podcast which let's explain the title of the episode CM Punk right before he went out was asked how do you feel right before you break the internet and he said no I'm gonna break the world wow. 